Hello everyone. Welcome to the third episode of the Bailor podcast. I am your host Arnav Agarwal and in today's episode we will be interviewing Mr. Abhigyan Prakash. Mr. Prakash is the senior executive director of NDTV for which he has hosted some of the channel's top rated shows. He has in his career of over 2 decades as a journalist hosted shows with some of the most renowned politicians, sportsmen, film stars and businessmen. Mr Prakash is an opposite the editorial page columnist for Dainik Jagran a Hindi language newspaper it is definitely a pleasure to have him on board this episode so now what you are trying to do is first you sing endless praises of china as the chief minister he traveled so many times to china narendra modi and now when china has done this now you want this local for vocal Why won't all this happening earlier? China is not behaving new. China has always behaved like this. So this this doesn't re- lead to anywhere. Secondly, even if you look at the economy and per capita aggregate production of China, it is three times of India. So this will not happen overnight. And then my big question is, what was India waiting for? How have you now become Atmanirbhar? What was making India? Why did that fail? So it's very clear. It is just it is just a word. Reject Chinese goods. Then why 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 had you opened all the imports from China till now? You should have done that in two thousand fourteen. And what have we achieved since two thousand fourteen, which is so not Atmanirbhar that we all of a sudden need to be Atmanirbhar now? What were we doing till then? Time passed. So due to the spats with Nepal and China India is appearing to be a rather weak player in the regional economy from the evident lack of support so what are your views on India who was once considered as the big brother in the southeast asian region but now having this declining influence on the regional economy and how do you think it will affect india's economic prospects in the future as well well that's a very good question you ask because if nepal can go adjusting its borders then there is something seriously wrong with the indian position vis-a-vis southeast asia is something seriously wrong and everybody is now come to realize that we have many 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 of our own problems to deal with which also includes social tensions social strife which is what bjp uses to come to power so the point is that we have not addressed these issues others are taking advantage of it so it's as simple as that so even in nepal today is not worried about your position because it knows india has too many of its own problems to deal with so this policy of the government where it is constantly rebranding different programs and it then wants to create a sense of reliability among the public so how do you think that this particular agenda which mr modi is following about rebranding previous policies and implementing them with different names how is it going to create how is this particular framework going to create any sort of reliability or trust between the people and the government no i really don't know that that question obviously youngsters of this country like you should ask directly to narendra modi because just by renaming programs i have no idea what is he trying to achieve what his government is trying to achieve the fact is that you have an economic mess and there is no vision right now which is available to fix it so none of these policies even when a name change will work until and unless your fundamental economic issues are fixed and which has terribly exposed themselves 
during the corona crisis you can't have a situation where you want to wish away corona by banging khalis and lighting mombattis no no one in the world is doing that everybody is facing an economic crisis but we don't know the way out so why like a simple question i want to ask why has you live in lucknow i come from lucknow why has the government now all of a sudden started doing skill mapping of laborers why was that situation created that they had to leave their homes to go and seek work outside weren't the government aware of these situations earlier so mm-hmm. it seems that everybody was waiting for a corona crisis to happen and also use corona crisis as an excuse against bad economic decisions india has never recovered post demonetization that's a fact now that doesn't change whether there was corona or not even before corona india was not doing well indian economy was not doing well unemployment rate was very high so what has changed nothing it has got only worse so considering that agriculture forms an integral part of the economy and how the government is paying a lot of attention to the conditions of agriculturers and uh, agriculturers and laborers so the indian government has also announced many policies for the betterment of farmers during the last 7 months so what do you think about the implementation and impact of these policies were these policies actually successful or were they just a facade to please the public no it, were, it looks like a facade to please please the public for now because i went to the biggest research institute of agriculture during one of my shows parivartan and it's very clear there is fantastic work happening on the ground to create formulas please remember please remember narendra modi mm-hmm. has said that he would want to double the farmers income by 2022 now mm-hmm. let me around ask this question how will that happen mm-hmm. how will that happen so even the formulas that are created by research institutes to for, for farmers to have better growth better economics don't even reach them what is reaching mm-hmm. them is money in a way so that they vote that is it mm-hmm. so you being an advocate of environmental betterment so the india is all india has also released uh, the new environment policy recently so through the environmental impact assessment clause added in india's environment policy the permission of the indian government will have to be obtained before implementing any project program or policy however in cases where the government deems the project to be strategic their permission will not be needed and the de- details of the projects will also not be released for public consultation so do you think that by keeping the indian public further in the dark about major projects occurring in the country be it private or public the government can achieve its agenda of improving economic understanding among the public and can this policy perhaps be skewed towards the government's advantage where they now have a complete monopoly over what project will be actually implemented and which will not be implemented well so you've already you've already answered the question in your question <laughs> when you said so accurately the government will decide on its belief and understanding of a strategic needs then obviously everything rests with the government if government decides only then anything will happen so even on the environment front which is so significant which is so important for the well-being of this country the decision making is lies with the government then what can you do about it nothing if government deems that x project is good or is viable or is strategically beneficial only then it will happen 
you may have another point of view that doesn't matter. So obviously total control. What else does it mean? So the answer is already there in your question. So thank you so much for your answer, Mr. Prakash, and thank you so much for taking out this time to be with us today. It was really great to you know get some valuable insights upon how the government is implementing its its policies and how the government is perhaps even you know putting up a facade to you know mislead the people about the economic conditions in India. So it's definitely very very great to have you, and thank you so much for being must, with us today. Just last and final point: must understand that none of the international agencies have given. any progressive ratings to india on economy mm-hmm. and please understand i keep explaining this to people i said this at a conference uh, for iit bombay it is nothing to do with corona the situation has only got worse in economy was already in a very bad shape it is just that corona happened to it and we don't know the way out yet so that's a very clear position thank you so much for asking good questions which the shameless indian television news media should be asking thank you so much so hello mr prakash it is great to have you with us today how are you doing good good thank you so much hope everyone is safe and obviously the entire country as we know still fighting corona so you've definitely made good use of your time during the pandemic reporting about the government policies assessing their economic impact so we are here to ask you some questions and get your valuable insights on india's economic condition and help paint sure. a picture about economic status quo for all the people listening to this podcast sure sure so moving on to the questions so uh, as we all know about the recent standoff between india and china in the galwan valley region so amidst the growing tensions between india and china along the line of actual control the government is making unprecedented investments in the military so during this pandemic where india has recorded the worst gdp contraction in its history would you say that this is a smart investment considering that there are vital parts of the economy which are perhaps being neglected by the strategy of course it's not a smart investment it also clearly reflects government's lack of thinking as far as the china policy is concerned and obviously all of this is a knee jerk reaction post the galwan valley situation so this is not a smart move at the moment what other countries in the world are doing to fight corona is to fight the pandemic is by putting money back in the economy and that is precisely what india has not managed to do so far even the announcement of 20 lakh crores in the prime minister nobody knows nobody knows till date even if 20 rupees has reached anyone so these are of course uh, not very smart investments and a result of very poor planning so amid these recent recent border tensions as well pm modi has started fortifying the economy against china so this protectionist attitude has directly pushed up the purchasing and operating costs of indian businesses weakening their competitiveness and delivering a severe blow to investors' confidence in india's economic prospects so do you think that guarding the indian economy from chinese influence in this way and implementing policies like atmanirbhar bharat is going to make any difference and do these policies no 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 i any- i don't i i see this atmanirbhar is just a name just a slogan i want to know what was india doing till now from 2014 onwards were we not atmanirbhar and what were we waiting for we were waiting for corona crisis to happen so that we turned atmanirbhar one day 
this is a complete hogwash it makes no sense to me and so, 